Peace. My name is Father Frank Skelly. I'm a parish priest at a Lady Perpetual Help Basilica in Brooklyn, New York. Today we'll be reflecting on the gospel from Monday of Holy Week. The gospel is from the gospel of St. John. Chapter 12, 1 to 11. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas the Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for 300 days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Holy Week begins with the meal and ends with the sacrifice. In the Gospels of St. John and St. Luke, We have so many stories of bread being broken. In today's gospel, Jesus is back with his friends, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Things haven't changed much in this household. Martha is still serving. Mary is paying attention only to Jesus. And we have no idea what Lazarus is doing with his new life. Judas is worried about wasting money. And we know he is not worried about the poor. Party crashers come out of curiosity to see Jesus and the resurrected Lazarus. Plotters come to see how they can end Jesus' influence and maybe end the life of Lazarus again. Jesus is the visitor, but somehow he always becomes the host. He offers hospitality to everyone. As we read the stories of the meals that Jesus shared, we find a lesson in each one. Sharing a meal with Zacchaeus, as a sign of welcoming home, sharing a meal with Simon the Pharisee, who fails to show him hospitality, sharing a meal with the two disciples on the road to Emmaus to help them to understand the resurrection, sharing a breakfast on the beach with Peter and the apostles to remind them of their mission. So much happens at a meal with Jesus, and this week we share in the most important meal of all, the Last Supper on Holy Thursday. The Last Supper, which becomes more than a meal, but the new covenant, the sacrifice to end all sacrifices, Jesus giving himself totally to us. This is the meal where Jesus is no longer the visitor. He is the host. For many years in our church, we focused on the sacrifice of the cross. With Vatican II, we return to focusing not just on the sacrifice, but on the meal. We spoke more of the Eucharistic table. Think about our own family meals. Sometimes it's just fast food. 
Sometimes it's in front of a TV. And today is people on their cell phones while they eat. A meal is meant to be shared, a place for our stories, a place for our concerns, a place for advice, a place for comfort. Before Vatican II, we had our prayer book, our rosary, music from the choir. We came as individuals. Imagine a Thanksgiving dinner where everyone is doing their own thing. It's been 60 years and we Catholics are still adjusting. Now they want us to respond to prayers. Before, it was just the altar service responding in Latin. Now they want us to try to understand the scripture before the Protestants owned the Bible. Now they actually want us to sing. What happened to Gregorian chant? And where did those guitars and drums come from? Our Sunday mass became a Jesus meal where everyone is welcome. Will we gather to remember our shared story and what it means to us today? We gather to be fed spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. We gather to praise, ask forgiveness, petition, and give thanks. The Irish poet William Yeats once said, the world is full of magic things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. So many magical things happen when we sit down with each other and share a meal. Many of the words of the mass are the same each week, but each week we are in a different place in our lives and words take on a different meaning. In the English translation of the second Eucharistic prayer, the priest says, make holy these gifts by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall. I didn't get the whole dewfall thing until I noticed the dew on the grass. It came of its own accord and was just there unnoticed much like the Holy Spirit in our lives. All of a sudden that phrase made sense to me because my senses had grown sharper. The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. Pay more attention to your family meals this week. Pay more attention to your church family around the table. Bon appetit, buen provecho, enjoy.